Yes, guys, welcome back to a brand new pod. This is season three, episode 29 of the Back Nine pod. Um, sorry, a bit of a rough start there. Um, <laughs> so here we go. We've got um, some news this week. It's hotting up. We're heading into the final week of the playoffs. And that means jostling position yesterday on Sunday. You'll listen to this podcast on Wednesday, but what a weekend of golf. Yeah, it's unbelievable. The PGA Championship over in uh, in the States, it was just, the PGA Tour is really hot, hot, hotted up, warmed up, got exciting, however you want to say it. It is um, like some Sunday that I end up turning it on um, later on during the round and I was just like, like it's so hard to explain how amazing some of the players played uh, to be in the positions that they were in. We're going to talk Hovland, obviously, because he was just an absolute phenom yesterday. What, what word? Um, phenom. Scheffler, Tony another good phenom. performance, but... Tony Phenom. <laughs> another good performance, but again, fell slightly short. Fitzpatrick needs, needs to be mentioned. McElroy, Ram. We're going to talk about every, all the goings on. Um, and you can't not mention what's happened to Brooks Kepka here. Exactly. So this is all sort of fallout. We will touch on the Ryder Cup because there's been some confirmation of places and people not making it, etc., etc. So um, jam-packed. We don't actually have a chopper of the week this week, but we are going on holiday playing golf. Yeah, I just got confirmation. So we're playing every day from the 2nd to the 6th. Oh. Second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth. Oh, five tea times. Five tea times. Get in there. Don't know where the fifth one is. Maybe because Amandwera has two golf courses. Playing both, of, both them. of them. Wow. How exciting. Take five golf tops then, Josh. Yeah. No, I don't know if I've got five golf outfits. <laughs> Catch me in the blue shorts every day. Hope the washing machine works at the Airbnb. <laughs> <laughs> um, very excited. So no doubt there'll be loads of chopper stories coming from that because I oh, would probably worry. hack it. Um, but I'll enjoy myself because it'll be sunny. Right, let's just get straight into PJ Talk, yep. Trash Talk, because we are basically at the business end of the year. It's been a long season. However, it feels like it's flown by. Like It only feels like yesterday it was the Masters, but obviously there's lots of events. We've had all the uh, elevator events this year, and now we are at Tour Championship this week. Um, but the playoffs have obviously been going the last two weeks. We had the B- P- BMW Championship, um, which... In essence, when I turned on was Scheffler's until all of a sudden it wasn't. Um, Victor Hovland was just unbelievable on the bat nine. Um, and a three put on 17 cost Scheffler a chance to force a playoff. It's quite ironic how he's putting, is one of the things that he was obviously getting slated for and he said it's not a big thing. Obviously, he seems to have turned that corner because finishing second is no mean feat. Yep. But you put her in the bag. Still the thing that's cost him the win. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it was weird because he seemed to put brilliantly up like everything yeah. that I was watching and then one hole like let him, let him down a bit. So um, Hovland, though, shot eight threes and one four on the back nine to finish Jeez. with a new course record, 61. Eight threes and one four. Yep. Like on that golf course as well, like you look at it and you think, I'd be lucky to shoot fucking dead over. Yeah. It was mad. He had so he was seventeen under par for the for the tournament. Mm. He had six birdies on the back nine to come away with the win, which gained him two thousand FedEx Cup points, three point six million dollars. That put him sitting on top now, surely. No, so he's now sitting second in the FedEx behind. Cup rankings behind Scheffler. And then McElroy third. McElroy third. 
and Rams dropped from first to fourth. Now you think, I just go. I know this is slightly off on a tangent, but you think how impressive is Rory McIlroy that yet again, without winning a major, he is up there. Yeah. You look at everybody else up there. They've not obviously. John Ram won a major. Scheffler didn't this year. No. No, but I mean, like Rory's not won one for ten years, I think, and every year he's been up there. Yeah. Whereas usually, like people who are up there have, like for example, Wyndham Clark is up there because he 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 won the U.S. Open. Yeah. Yeah. It's just unbelievable to see the consistency. Whilst people always get on Rory's back about not winning a major. This consistent level of his golf is just ridiculous. He, when it comes to golf, he's just a machine, isn't he? He's just a proper, proper, like, churning out results machine. Mm. But yeah, we've slayed him. The media slayed him. And I feel a bit sorry for him sometimes. I sort of feel like I'm eating some of my own words. <laughs> I'm just going back in my head now what I've said over the last six months thinking, you dick. <laughs> you but dick. Obviously, he, he's defending champion. He came from behind last year to beat Scheffler. Can he do it again? Um, it was almost like a last minute from behind as well because yeah. he was almost like final round. Scott Scotty sort of like deserves this because of his season. Yeah, he sort of four wins in six appearances at the start of the year last year. Yeah, it's it. But that's the beauty of the playoffs. It's like yeah. American football, you could finish just inside to get the playoffs in your conference and go all the way through and win. Exactly, and um, it's. I think it's a brilliant format the way they do it, and we're going to talk about that when we discuss next week but before we do that I just need to go through these stats that we've got on Victor Hovland's so back is, nine this is, this is his back nine final round back nine yeah this is this is arguably the best back nine of golf that I've ever seen this to me could be up there with round of the season slash back nine of the season with Bryson on Chambers back nine films on back nine let's just say back nine again um, back nine with Bryson have you subscribed to the back nine on here <laughs> so Hovland hit six of seven fairways. He hit nine of nine greens. Uh, he hit three point. He had three point five strokes gained in approach. Six point five strokes gained total. So just to interrupt. Like strokes gained is basically a system pros use, and anybody can use it to see how their game is mounted up in certain areas. Just because hitting fairways and hitting greens doesn't give you the full story, it measures your distance from the hole. Yeah. And then your ability to hit the next shot close. So essentially, it's measuring you against overall PGA Tour average. Just to give some context to these numbers. He had six birdie looks inside nine feet. He had eight threes. He had eleven putts total, and he had twenty. And he had twenty-eight total shots. That. Is a joke. Is he playing a par three? Because I'd be buzzing with a par three score like that. Mate, honestly, ridiculous. The only um, holes that he parred were two par threes. That was it. Everything else was birdies. That's seriously impressive, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Uh, absolutely brilliant. And there was a moment of... He was playing with Rory, and there was a moment when they were coming off um, the 18th, and the, cam- the camera was on them, and it picked up them saying... Uh, Hovland turned to Rory and went, Rome's going to be fun, isn't it? Like so, obviously they've been chatting the way around. So, and, and obviously as we know from last week, Hovland is already in the Ryder Cup. Yeah, he would be there anyway, even if he wasn't. Well, if he wasn't, yeah. that performance gets in there, doesn't it? Well, I mean, of course it does. If you if you don't show in union form, you're seriously in form. I mean, yeah. I mean, would you put them together? Would you pair them? Would they be Arguably. a good foursomes partner, yeah. four ball partners? Interesting. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. So both big hitters, like both 
unbelievable golfers. You've probably got the experience with potentially a little bit more rawness in Hovland. I think a good mix, really. Um, so, yeah. Well, I wouldn't be surprised. Good the show. only thing is, like, okay, on a tangent here, but maybe Rory goes with a younger player. In the sense of Hovland's played Ryder Cup before. Yeah, could, Hovland could be seen well, as an expert. I yeah. think Hovland's going to be seen as those senior players within, within, within yeah. the squad. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, another player that had an unbelievable, and we we spoke about this last week, how he had to have an he unbelievable it, tournament. Yeah. Uh, where was the, where was he going into the week? Now you are testing me. Well, he, w- he, he was, was outside the bubble, though. Yeah, he's the only player to get in the bubble. Yeah. I've got that written down. Hold on. He was... Have I got it written down? No, we don't have it written down. Well, all we need to know, he was outside the bubble. He's the only player from outside the top 30 to get into the top 30, Matt Fitzpatrick. So last week, they were all playing jostling for position and trying to accrue points to get inside the top 30 on the FedEx I think he was 40th. Off top head, I think he was 40th. I think you're right. I think he's something. It wasn't definitely in the... He he wasn't like... Close. Close to 50s, but he needed a good score. And you know what? Not only did he need it for that, I mean, I think he'd be in the Ryder Cup squad anyway. Oh, big time. But he's not an automatic, and not this yet. just reconfirms the. Um, I, I think guess. he will be an automatic though. From a year, uh, no, he won't. He won't. No, he won't. He's got he's two lists. DP World Tour, does he? No, that often. So he won't be. No, but so he will. He's get on it. the world list. Yeah, he's on the um, world list. But he's but above him on the world list. I know is Fleetwood and Hatton. But so, realistically, Fleetwood Hatton and Fitzpatrick are all going to be. But what I'm saying is, like, it just cements that, doesn't it? Oh, Sim- yeah, you finishing tied second in one of the FedEx Cup events cements it. So fair play. Yeah. I feel like he's a player that when he needs to, he's a steady player, but when he needs to take it up a notch, he has that ability and that. And now I would argue even more so from his win at the U.S. Open, that yeah. ability and that self belief to go. You know what? Yeah, freaking hell, I can do this. Yeah, definitely. And interestingly, though, he. Um, it could have been even better for him. So, obviously, Sheffler three putted, uh, I want to say seventeen to mm. go back level with uh, fifteen under par with Fitzpatrick, um, and Fitzpatrick was it seventeen? No, maybe it was one shot. Sorry, no, I stand corrected. Fitzpatrick Sheffler went back to fifteen under. Uh, Fitzpatrick was at fourteen under, but then mm. birdied two of the last three holes to end up fifteen under. 13 to 15 he went. They both end up 15 under basically. Yeah, yeah. Don't mind my maths. Um, Wait, 13. Anyway, <laughs> um, he had a put on the last of birdie. Or 15. He had a put on the last of birdie, which if it had dropped, would have given him solo second and pushed him to fourth in the FedEx Cup. So rankings. where is he now? 10th. So it could have been even better for him. Um, but obviously it wasn't to be. It was, But it was an unbelievable performance. To be the only person to go from outside the top 30 into the top 30 is mightily impressive. I think it's quite strange. Usually you do see more of that jostling. You do yep. see more guys make that charge. Billy Horschel's done it yep. um, in the past. I mean, I, I find it strange how that's not happened this year. What was so Maybe cool the guy's about too the, good. Well, that's the thing. And what was so cool about the footage was you every time it showed a player's score, you had the score on each hole a and then you had ranking. the projected... Sid. Finish. Where if it finished the way it is right now, this is where they'd finish. Yeah, so I wonder if it if, continues right, as it was, yeah. I wonder if I always think this. Obviously, tour players go, oh, no, I don't look at scores, I don't know where I am. But in that instance, you're almost thinking like for example, right? Say you needed to birdie three of the last four to and you and or let's say the back nine you needed to, four birdies, you thought, to to get in. It'd be interesting whether they're looking at scoreboards, not on the position where they are there, but 
what their projected position is in order to sort of maybe change the game plan, 100%. go for a few more holes. So, so he would have gone up to fourth if he'd have made that putt, right? So that in itself is worth two shots to him going into the final week. The final week. So of course they're going to look at that. That he's going to be. I think. I think. At the start of the week, Fitzpatrick's aim was probably to just get in that top 30. But when he's then in that position, he's probably thinking... He's got to think win the pellet, FedEx. Yeah. I'm, I'm, if I make this port, I'm for... 15 million new guys. $18, $18 million, yeah. It's a lot. It's a lot of dough. Um, so... Oh, 18 million. So that's for winning the overall standing, isn't it? Yeah. So you could potentially... Am I right in saying this? You could potentially win the FedEx Cup event, BMW, but not win the FedEx Cup overall. You mean you mean the Tour Championship? Yeah. Now I was trying to work this out today, and I don't or, know whether I don't know whether it's like shit or bust now. But you start with you get your your position, deficit, yeah. Or I don't know whether it's still a points based thing. I, I, I couldn't. Everywhere I read was like. Dead hard to understand. My understanding is, I think you it start becomes, level now. Yeah, but Whoever, you don't start level. No, but what I mean is, you're effectively all on the same points, but you start once. Like, I think you start five under. I think the points is to get us to this point. Point, right? Okay. Do you know what I mean? Because it used to be points just carried on, and you started off at level par, but yeah, you no. obviously had two thousand more points than the guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think that's much better. So essentially, let's say Scheffler shoots level par on the first day, but he's five shots clear to start the day. He remains five under, but one of the guys in 30th shoots six under and he's sort of back in the mix. Yeah, so, well, well, do you know what? We'll talk about that now. Nice while, segue while we're that, on wasn't it? it? Nice it, segue. It, it, we've skipped a bit, but we'll go back to that. So what basically happens is, Depending on your position in the FedEx Cup, you start with X amount of shots under par. So, Scheffler, being number one in the FedEx Cup ranking, starts 10 under par. Okay. Victor Hovland starts eight, McElroy seven, Rahm six. The guy in 30th, what does he start? Well, Glover then starts at five. Okay, so those first five spots are on their own. Then you have... One, two, three, four, five. So, you've so got the first five are like seeded a little sense, bit more. Yeah. Yeah. Then you've got Homer, Cantley, Harmon, Clark and Fitzpatrick all at four under. Fleetwood, Henley, Bradley, Fowler, Chauflay at three under. Kim, Sung Jae-im, Tony Finau, Corey Connors and Siwoo Kim. So mm-hmm. sorry, Tom Kim and Siwoo Kim you've got in there at two under. Taylor Moore, Nick Taylor, Adam Schenk. Colin Morikawa and Jason Day at one under. And then at level par, you've got Sam Burns, Emiliano Grillo, or Grillo, Tyrrell Hatton, John Speed, and Sepp Stracker. So the question I would then ask you on that is how far back mm. is too far back? <sighs> Such a stupid comment back this, but it all depends on what Sheffler does first day. <laughs> It does, I'd agree. Um, but realistically, I, I would say if you base it off his form and how he's been playing, well, basing it off his form and how he's playing, if you're if you're starting more than four or five shots back, you're done because effectively you've got to think that's a round, isn't it? He's got a round on the guy who's four or five back. That's I'd, how I think about it. I this might be a bit controversial. 
I would look at this and say no one past John Rahm's got a chance. John Rahm's four shots back. I'd have to agree. If you're outside that top four, right, I think to say they've not got a chance is wrong. I think no, no, I, they I, are, no. if you're outside the top four, you're a long shot. I think I think you've got no chance because you've got to think the guys John Rahm and above, are they really going to mess up? Well, are all the of them going to mess up? Because you've got to think, yes, say Scottish Sheffield plays bad. Are the next three guys going to play bad? That's the difference. That that and that you you are banking on. Yeah, you could play brilliantly. You play out your skin, but you're banking on them not getting. Look at it, betting right. You're betting against four different people not playing well. If it's one, then yeah, it's a little different. But four. So I would, I would, I I'm going to go with you. Yeah, I, I think anything more than John Ram, I don't. It, it's a, it's it. Those four, who is between? Yeah. So. Hundred percent. So if we look at the, if you do look at the betting, you are. Sheffler six to four, mm. McElroy seven to two. Yep. So McElroy above Hovland, even though he starts below him. Hovland five to one, Ram fifteen to two. So in essence, seven to one, seven and a half to one. Then after that, twenty to one, twenty-five to one, thirty to one. Lucas Glover, who starts in fifth, is forty to one to win. Exactly, that proves our point. Yeah, the bookies are not seeing him as a favourite. No. Nope. Um, further down the list, so Sepstraka, who's Dead last, I think. Technically, who starts at level par mm. six hundred to one. Jordan Spieth, who starts level par two hundred to one. Mm. Like it's, it's. I think it's such a brilliant way of doing it because I like it. I think it's yeah, really good. I think it's great because it it. Obviously, those guys have earned those spots. You earn throughout the season the way that they've played, the way Sheffield's played. He's earned those ten shots on the field or on majority of the field and two shots on Hovland. But I think it's. It adds to the excitement, and I think it adds to the pressure. You're I would Scotty agree. Scheffler, you're two shots clear to start the tournament. All of a sudden, someone behind you starts making birdies. You start thinking, "Shit, I got to start making a few." Here. Yeah, I agree. But then at the same time, you just start with a two shot cushion. Yeah, but does he go and attack or does he try? And... I think he's attacked. Yeah, he ha- obviously he has to. I think he I agree, but... in his head he'll be saying, "I'm level par," but I'm starting two. Sh- it's like going into a final round, basically. But you know, if you're going to final round, only two shots clear. You shoot level par, you're done. You're not gonna win. You've got to be shooting three, four, five to to have a chance. Yeah. Is is last year on Sheffield's mind? Gotta be. Rory come from behind. Rory could do it again. Yeah. Hovland could do it. Ram could do it. There's three guys that can take it away from him, according to the, what we're saying and according to the bookies, really. Um. Yeah, I, I I'm gonna say it right now. I don't think Sheffield wins the FedEx Cup. Really? No. What I, do you think lets him down? The old short stick. Think. Yeah, him. I just think. Is that is a bit fragile with it? Yeah, it'll be one of them where might have three good days. Yeah, final day, a little bit like having a three put on a crucial point or mm-hmm. missing like a four foot of a par just to keep momentum going. I'm gonna say right now, I think Hovland, my pick for to win the FedEx. Tell you what, if he if he wins that, that's unbelievable going into the Ryder Cup. And to be right, here's one for you. Interestingly, then. also look who the top three players in the FedEx I agree. are. I agree. It could have been four. It could have been if you if if it's Patrick, Patrick made that yeah. put, it'd have been Scheffler. Here's us through the week slagging off the fact that we think it's not going to be like close in the right close, but yeah. actually in reality, it is. I think it is now. Big time, big oh, time. Yeah. Interesting. But and obviously, is this a better look at it compared to looking at who's won the majors? Is this a better look at it because this is season long form? This isn't. Oh, they've won one competition. So we're in essence, we're changing our tune here. 
Oh, I am. In it. I, I think We're such bloody hypocrites. But do you know what I mean? Like We've looked at it as, like, well, they've got three major champions. We've got one, et cetera, et cetera. But actually, you look at the former of the year yeah. going into the last last um, bit of competition of the year on the PGA Tour. Yeah. Who's in the who's in the driving seat? She- okay, they've got Sheffield at number one, but then behind him, you've like, Hovland's only 194 points behind him. So you've got Hovland. I know what you're McElroy. saying. I still think I would err on the side of caution and say America have to be favourites here. No, I do, but you look at the form. But yeah, they? but yeah, I think it's definitely closed the gap for sure. Big time. Big time. Um, it's going to be exciting. I can't wait for it. Um, I will be watching that final day definitely and just keep an eye on it over the over the weekend because this is, in essence, this is what we're here for. This is what the whole season's been about. It's a bit like, um, I, I liken this to um, the race of um, Verstappen uh, Hamilton. Yeah. When Verstappen cheated. Um, oh, wow. Controversial. You mean that it's was back a, in... Total, total. It's a motor race, total. Yeah. Let's go racing. Yeah, absolutely. Cheating bastard. Anyway. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Wow. Anyway, d- totally different podcast. But my point being is, ev- how many people watch that? People are F1 fans, they watch it here or there. I'll be honest, I'm very much an armchair F1 fan and I've not really watched it this year at all. But sign me up to the final race of the season. <laughs> if it's close. <laughs> if it's close. It's not going to be but, this year. No, it's not this year. But what I'm saying is, because this is so close, yeah. and it's basically four drivers having a chance to win, Yeah, I'm going to be... Uh, uh, I'll watch the final day. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Um, so, just to nip back, obviously we spoke about Ram. Uh, we've not spoke about Ram. He had a bit of a poor week and that's seen him drop down to fourth, as we He's know. He's been in great form recently, has yeah, he really? Weird one, isn't it? Like, but, we haven't really been speaking about him. I don't know whether that's because he hasn't been in form, has he been playing less events, maybe? Been like, playing all the FedEx Cup playoffs, though, right? You, well, you've got to, haven't you? I, yeah, think, that's what I, mean. I think they have to play him. That's so, what I mean. Yeah. We've not talked about him. No, and it, it's weird because it, What's actually an unbelievable year? Like we were talking about him in um, March as having won sixteen million pounds worth or, or dollars worth, whatever it was, and stupid money, mm. unbelievable performances. But it seems to have tailed off a little bit. So interesting how he goes this week. We obviously spoke about McIlroy maintaining third place and um, with his fourth place at the BMW Championship. But let's talk about those that were at the bottom end. So Jordan Spieth, Till Hatton, most notably. Um, Spieth was there's a bit of video on the PJ Tours Instagram of him in the locker room after like trying to work, work out, out and speaking one of the officials saying right what what do I need to happen here what what has to happen and obviously luckily he made it through Hatton had an absolute heads off did you see him out that bunker I don't know what hole it was on and it, fairway bunker wasn't there's it? no surprise there though is there he, no. he is a right culprit for a head off clubs thrown a lot he, I mean. Honestly, just on a different note, I couldn't think of anything worse than caddying for him. Hmm. As much as he's probably an, a lovely guy off the course, is I'm sure a lot of the guys are more high maintenance than we see. Yep. Um, like we had that little whistleblower of a caddy in the mid year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I just think, in fact, you could argue and probably say he's probably one of the best. At least you know what you're going to get. Well, you, yeah, where, you where, whereas some of them, I just think. It's like, I get it right. He's got to probably do it to perform his best, but bloody hell, it's like, yeah. I'm just saying this now thinking, like, what did my dad have to deal with when I was a kid? <laughs> clubs thrown. Clubs thrown. Snap clubs. Snap clubs. Ripping gloves is my favourite. <laughs> Ripping gloves. 
Yeah, it's not it's not as expensive that. Yeah, no, it's not. It a shaft be. of a club when dad goes, Well, you've got to pay for it yourself. Oh, whoops. Right. <laughs> What's your cheapest hybrid shaft? <laughs> or what have you got in demo I can just try for permanent basis? <laughs> Fair enough. I've never snapped a club or ripped a glove, just saying. You have ripped a glove. I'm not in anger. Still ripped a glove. Yeah, it's because it's too small for me. Just on that note, I've ordered those gloves. Oh, I do. And more balls are arriving, so... Um, Perfect. You can, you can restock before we go. I mean, I've not lost any yet. Are you going to take me in your hand luggage? Because there's a weight limit on what you can take in your golf clubs. Yeah, probably. And there's no weight limit. Well, there is actually a weight limit for your rucksack, but I feel like you can get away with that. Yeah. 10 kg worth of gold balls would be all right, mate. I'm only going to take one pack, I think. A sleeve of three? No. A so, dozen. <laughs> I'm expecting if we're playing... Six ta- five times, three six nine. I think you need to take doesn't a bit. You got to work on the ratio of three rounds. No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> I I got um, pelters for my golf balls. Yeah. Oh, I know. This I was saying before we did this podcast. You mentioned something and in my head. I, this is this is brilliant. So. Um, Josh, Josh is going to tell a story now about when he got pelters, but his response to them is freaking brilliant. Yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> so, obviously... So, that, can you name who gave you pelters? Is it TaylorMade Dan? It's not TaylorMade Dan, no. Um, who Who's Lauren's, Lauren's uncle? Is it Lauren's uncle that we Ma- call Michael yeah. Owen? Michael Owen, yeah. Does, does he listen? Uh, I don't know. Hopefully he's listening. He looks like Michael Owen. <laughs> what is it? Fat Michael Owen? <laughs> <laughs> um, so it was I noticed, just sorry, on that note, he had a T-dub hat on. Yeah, he does, yeah, loves golf. Does he? Never Is played that... never played around with him, though. Weird. Where does he play? Uh, I don't know, on a golf course. Cheers, mate. Uh, but what's he off? Don't know. And... I don't know, but I've never played golf with him. It's only your girlfriend's or partner's uncle. Well, we need to sort around. Taylor made Dan needs to sort that round out, because Taylor made Dan knows Mark. Oh, does he? Yeah, mad. Anyway. I only play with him calling Michael in for the whole round. <laughs> <laughs> Oi, Mike. Let's. Um, so tell story. your story. So who did I play with? I played with. I can't even remember who I played with in that round. Basically, I was playing around, and you gave me some bias golf balls, didn't you? We, I we spoke about the, last I week. Think like the sunset, like yeah, sort of so like ones. orange and yellow. Yeah. yeah. So I put a few in my bag, and I started. I had a um, <coughs> Pro V one. <coughs> Sorry. Uh, in my bag. What's your bloody mouth out round so, here? Well. Your mother-in-law bought them for me, mate. Yeah, she did actually. So, <laughs> um, I mean, what a lovely suggestion, Julie. <laughs> Just as pre, this is pre-vice deal. It is, yeah. So I, um, it actually wasn't. But the reason why we got you them was, if I gave you vice, <laughs> it doesn't like a gift, then does it? It's She's fair. like, you can't. We can't give him vice because we, you know, you don't get. You get you're giving <laughs> yeah, them. It doesn't matter, mate. It doesn't matter. So uh, it's just like, get some pro Get some pro Anyway, so I started the pro V, and then. Halfway around, uh, I don't think I actually lost the ball. I think he got a bit marked up. I didn't lose a ball that round. Look at him now, ball yeah. snap. Oh, bit so, of a scuff on that. Bit of a scuff on that. No, no. I tell you my, what, my grooves are too sharp. My wedges, my grooves are too sharp. So what happened? I wanged one, but I hit, and then hit a provisional. Exactly. So out comes this orange and yellow Sunset vice baby pro plus golf ball. Which, by the way, I love them. I think they're brilliant. I like them. Um, and then all of a sudden, I get absolute pelters. Oh, what's that? You can't play with that. Big time pelters, right? To which my response, like, how can you play that? How can you play with that? To which my response was like, play anything because it's free. <laughs> no, you said it, um, 
I think you said something because I get them for free. Yeah, like as in like, oh, I can't remember how I actually phrased it. It was better. You said it way better on Sunday morning, Josh. I'm disappointed. The comment, the comments were basically like, uh. What horrible golf ball. But you said the story way better on Sunday morning. It was funny. I wasn't like, expecting to tell it again. I was actually howling. The way way you said it was like, you you were getting shit, you were getting shit. Um, oh, why are you playing that golf ball? Well, it doesn't matter when you're getting for free. Yeah, in essence, yeah. That was my, my response was, you gave free, it more. It? You gave it more pizzazz. You gave it more storytelling. That was shite. Anyway, carry on. Sorry. <laughs> Back to Ryder Cup. I got shit for not playing a white golf ball. And I, my comment was, well, I'll play anything if it's free. Me. No, but you said it better. You've not, done it. You've not done it justice. Yes, that's what you did. You did it sort of more. You, you, you gave, anyway, carry on. I was nonchalant in the way that I said it. Yeah. yeah. I, mate, you, you set me up failure then. because the You're usually good at telling here. stories like that. Sorry. You can remember jokes on jokes on jokes, but you Come. just let yourself down there. Let, let you let the podcast down. You had a great story I've there. Let the down. And I can't, I can't remember who, who gave me shit about it. I can't remember who I played with. How bad's that? That's bad. Obviously, two weeks ago. Taylor made Dan's obviously not very memorable. It wasn't Taylor uh, made Dan. <laughs> I'd know if it's Taylor made Dan. Now, before we go into this next section, I um, just want to mention that this podcast is sponsored by Dave. Uh, <laughs> Scottsdale Golf. Um, the reason why that, apparently we didn't say it last week, but we 100% did, Dave. Give me some evidence. I don't think we did. I think I mentioned it <laughs> nonchalantly. Um, so this podcast is brought to you by Scottsdale Golf for same day custom fitting so you can go in same day and also we didn't mention this before but they do like aftermarket shafts so like um like your graffaloi blue shafts there's um adelia ones the ones that you see that tiger uses you near know, with the orange and the three yeah. lines auto flex shafts yeah so all the things that like you see the tour pros ha- like, use you can get there and you can leave the same day with it so it's really cool experience uh so yeah Go make sure you head over to www.scottsdalegolf.co.uk and if you listen to America, just still put .co.uk because then you can see the whole website and um, it's pretty cool. You can even get your spec, you can make your spec up online and they can make it in the shop and send them out to you too. I think I remember who I was playing with. I was playing with... Um, you could say anybody, mate. I want that. Wheatley. It was that Sunday. That was it. That right. Was it. Yeah, and he gave me shit about playing you play golf ball. played uh, May. Josh has fallen out of love and watch him. I hate that golf It's course. in his head, rent-free. Big time. Uh, do you know what? This is one... That's, I'm glad you've said that. I've realised... Everybody can relate to this, by the way. Yeah, and there's two golf courses for me. Motcham Hall, Hilston Hall. Hills, I've never played well at Hilston Hall either. It always starts terribly and nicely. Like, Motcham Hall is just so in my head mate is Dave still a member of Hurston Hall yeah, he's, yeah still, I don't know if he's a member but he still plays there yeah no. I don't like Hurston Hall uh, no lovely like some looks, of the changes I've made is amazing it looks, looks amazing mega. but just, 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 just it just doesn't suit my eye no probably because I played shit there yeah Got his golf and it was ten. levering it down oh, played. here you go just on a different point about Motrin right <laughs> someone's written a complaint about Motrin this is right? ridiculous as well yeah and because it's too hard for them that is mad that's not a complaint uh, you just get some lessons like, that that sums up golf for me. Yeah. Like, I will eat, say that I don't like that golf course. But was that's it a, you? No, it wasn't me. <laughs> I said that I don't like that golf course. But I Josh Golf of, Slayer on, uh, on TripAdvisor. <laughs> it's because it's my game. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But it's more the fact that they've taken the time out to yeah. complain about golf course because it's too hard. Golf is a sad mate. But don't. I don't enjoy the golf course because I I play terribly there, but that's my, that's on me. 
don't go and then complain about it. Exactly. It's like me going to the shop, Malk, get that rough cut back, mate. Do you know what I mean? It is what it is. Hey, the buddy have. And I'm glad they have. Okay, guys. So we went off a tangent there. Apologies. Big but time. hopefully you enjoyed the podcast and so I can't far. Leave if you are. about a story. Um, yeah, well, you just didn't say it as good as you did. I was howling with laughter the other day. I, I didn't laugh there. Anyway, oh. basically, let's keep you up to date with the Ryder Cup. <laughs> so essentially, good performances um, on the American side of things from Max Homer and Xander Schofle has meant they have leapfrogged Brooks Kepka yep. into the automatic spots at five and six, Mad. bunching him down to number seven. Now, closely followed by him, you've got Spieth. Yeah, he's up there. I had the list in there, sorry. You've thrown me off here. I'm proper. My head's, got, head's gone. Um, and now my phone's not loading. Here we go. Spieth. 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 Cameron Young. Morikawa. Keegan Bradley. So the question lies, Josh. Do will golf politics come into play? Yes. And yes. will he not get picked? Yes. Do you think he won't get picked? I think he should get picked. But I don't think he will get picked. I said this in a video, just put it on back nine films on Monday evening, the fact that I think this is where the chickens have come back to roost in the sense of for live golfers, because they're playing this schedule that play less and more money. When it comes down to playing events that are legacy events, Ryder Cup events, I call them, like legacy things, and people remember you for this sort of shit. Like, think of Seve. Ryder Cup, famous for it. Yeah. Um, they're going to miss out on stuff like this. Even if they perform well in the majors, it's not enough when you're at the business end of the season, i.e. the FedEx, um, i.e. the fact that you're the most players are going to play 20 events that are all counting for Ryder Cup points. He's playing four. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I think it's it's a tricky one, isn't it? Because if politics... Because technically, so with the European team, it's a little bit different um, from who may or may not be able to get in. Yeah. With the US team, it's not run by the PGA Tour. It's run by the PGA of America. So, whereas I think the European team is run by the... Team Europe. Which team Europe, which is like sort of DP world, the sort of territory. I'll be, I'll be honest... I don't know. Basically, it's it, probably everything that I've read is it's more likely that if a live golfer is going to play, it's going to be on the American side. Be interesting. It'll definitely set a precedent, and live golf will lap it up if he does get a pick. Yeah. So I should he get picked? I think he should just because of the experience that he has, who he is, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, but it wouldn't surprise me if he's just completely missed out. I, part of it, I guess, depends on his relationship with Zach Johnson. Well, that's what I mean. But also, so just in some dates for everybody's diaries, right? This is these are the dates that you need to know. On the fourth um, of September, you're going to have the captain's picks for Team Europe, and on the 29th of August are going to be the captain's picks for America. Interesting how they're a week apart. But I don't know if that's because of end of the season for DP World. Yeah, yeah. But I end of the season's in November, DP World. No, but I mean. There'll be more. There's so they've got a tour championship this weekend, but there'll be also another European. Tour Is that run. after the BMW PGA? Do you reckon? Yeah, BMW PGA is next week, so that's after BMW PGA as well. No, in the UK. BMW uh, yeah, PGA. probably. Sorry, my bad. I thought you meant tour championship. Yes, which is I think why it will they're be. a week apart. I think it will be because that that'll be like your last big event before the race to Dubai. My yeah, yeah. I th- I agree. Um, so I think that that's the difference. I think that also plays into Europe's hands a little bit. Well, I have to agree as well because you could sort of change your picks depending on who they picked in terms of who you think to be a good, good matchup. matchup. I agree. 
against them. I think that, but okay, that comes down to because obviously you send out your team, you give an order, you don't say, well, we want them to play against them. But it's always good to have yeah, those but you sort potentials. Of, you're thinking like, well, who's going to be against who? Like, yeah. where are they going to send him out? What and yeah. they're going to try and create a sort of like scenario plan, I guess. So it'll be interesting. We'll keep you up to date on all this. And guys, before we end this podcast, just a bit of a reminder that next week there will be no podcast. Yes. But the week after there will be. Yes, yeah, so we'll bring you up to date on everything. US picks. Wait, fourth is the first, second, third, fourth. And, and UK picks. picks. Uh, Europe pick, sorry. So we'll we'll update you on that. We'll do we'll review what the whole tour championship as well, um, and yeah, that'll then take us into. We may have played around the golf in Portugal by then as well, maybe. Well, yeah, we're playing second, playing your birthday oh, second, yes, third, fourth, fifth, sixth. Love that. So yeah, we will play two girl, rounds of golf. The girls aren't going to see us the golf. entire holiday. Probably not. We we will play three rounds of golf by then, so we'll update you on that. Um, and yeah, have we got a tip of the week? No, no tip. No tip this week. You have to go to Athletic Golf for your tip. Yeah, tips. exactly. Subscribe. <laughs> I can give them a tip if you want. <laughs> no, no, no. They will do that. And also, for a little bit more juice that's come out of the BMW Championship, keep an eye on Back Nine Films because there yeah. is a story coming out about Max Homer, which is very interesting. Very. Guys, thanks for listening. As always, don't forget to pass the pod. Um, we appreciate all your support and we hope you're enjoying it. So if you are, if you could share this with the golfers, share it in your WhatsApp group. It helps us, helps the podcast grow. That's some great numbers over the last few weeks, but if it just gets this next tipping point, would be awesome. So we appreciate your support.